This is Saving Grace, Living in the Light of God's Love, a broadcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world, committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. And now, our program. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, and I'm your host for today's program. Well, over the past three weeks, we've been talking about love, and in particular, the only command of Christ to love one another. We've discovered that we're fully empowered to obey this command as we abide in Christ. But we are also warned that even though we love the world, the world is not going to love us in return. As believers, we have the Holy Spirit in us who will convict the world while we continue to love one another. We're gleaning truth from the Upper Room Discourse found in the book of John. Well, today in our last program of this series, Who Wrote the Book of Love? We're going to look at the prayer of Christ to the Father from John 17. Our theme today is what the world needs now. Will Jesus refer back to this theme of loving one another in his prayer? Well, let's dig in and find out with our guest, Mark Ray. Mark serves as Vice President of Community Development with Grace School of Theology and as Executive Director of Grace Center for Spiritual Development. Mark earned a Master in Biblical Studies from Dallas Theological Seminary, a Master of Divinity, as well as a Doctor of Ministry from Grace School of Theology. Mark has over 25 years experience in church and parachurch ministry. Mark, welcome back to the conclusion of this series. Thank you, Carmen. It's been a an absolute blast to be here with you. It was so, every minute of it. so much fun, but so very, very important as well, Mark. You know, the prayer of Jesus to the Father is one of the most beautiful passages of Scripture, I believe, in the Bible. There's so much to glean from this prayer. But share what you think might be the heart of the Lord at this moment. I mean, He obviously wants the disciples and future believers to hear what He says to the Father, but why? Oh, that's a great question. Um, he starts this whole priestly prayer, which, by the way, is the conclusion to the Upper Room Discourse. So he's given all of this teaching. Remember, go all the way back to John 13, 34 through 35. Love one another as I've loved you. Love one another perfectly. This is what's going to set you apart. And he even commands it twice. And then in John mm-hmm. 15, he says, this is my command. It's the only mm-hmm. one he says is my command to love one another. That's what he's trying to say to them as he's getting ready to leave. This is the important point. He uses that verse twice. He says, this is it. And then he he lets them into this new relationship that's going to be developed by him going to the cross, dying for them and rising. And that is a new relationship with the Father. He's going to inaugurate this new covenant. Here it comes. This is the new relationship. And so what he says to the disciples is he he lets them into this intimate conversation between Mm. he and the Father. Yes, yes. Where's the greatest example of love? Yeah. Between the Father and, and the, the Son. son. Yeah. He, he's letting them into, giving them a, a bird's eye view into this relationship and actually what prayer looks like, what our intimate relationship with the Father looks like. He starts this and then you're going to see in a minute, he's going to move and say, now my prayer is that you all have this same thing, mm-hmm. that the unity that's between the Father and me, you all would show it, that you, that you would be one as we are one. How do we do that? Exactly like he did in the other uh, upper room. He showed them the example mm-hmm. of love by serving. Yes. 
now he's showing them what love, love looks like between the Father and the Son, between God and the second member of the Trinity. And by the way, think about it from this standpoint, he infuses us with his Holy Spirit mm. to enable us to have that kind of love. And that unity. And that unity. Mm -hmm. And that unity mm -hmm. only comes because we have the common bond of loving one another. Mm -hmm. So I think there's this, he's mm. continuing mm. to express um, the, the example of everything that he's teaching them. Here's the example of what this looks like. Remember, abiding. He gives them the example of the vine and the vine dresser and, and the yeah. branching and the vine. Yeah. It, at, at, at every stage here, he gives them an, a beautiful example of what he is talking about and what he's teaching. So here yes. in this final prayer, the final prayer is, let me show you what prayer looks like between me and the Father. I'm going to talk to him so you can just tune in. Listen. Yes. And right. by the way, just so you know, it's a very different prayer mm. than the prayers that they were used to. Oh. They were used yeah. to very functional, very ordered prayer. Mm -hmm. This is a conversation mm, between Jesus and the Father. It is an intimate conversation yes. between a father and a son. It's it's an absolutely beautiful prayer. Oh, it is. I just love it. Well, the prayer is very focused. Yes. And it's categorized for our understanding of his petitions. He starts in John 17 by praying for himself. So what is it he was requesting of the Father for himself? Well, that's a great question, and it's, it's, it's answered very simply in verse 1. Glorify your Son. I'm glorifying you, therefore you glorify me. So let's, let's break that down a minute, because the word glorify typically means this. The, the manifest expression or the, or the visible expression of the manifestation of the character of Christ. Mm -hmm. So when he says, let me glorify you, what Christ is actually saying is, God, let me show your character to the world. Yeah. When God wants to be glorified, it is that we are actually reflecting his character to the world. So yes. when you glorify God, you're actually saying the character of God that you put in me, love, joy, mm -hmm. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, the character traits, mercy, justice, those things that are within God, let me be the manifester mm -hmm. of them. Let mm -hmm. me show them off. Yeah. I had a good friend who used to say when he'd watch um, when he'd watch athletes, mm -hmm. when he was a little kid, and there would be a break like at the end, uh, halftime at the Super Bowl or something like that, yeah. he would go out into the yard and he would pretend to be them. Uh, That's glorifying them. Yeah. He would try yeah. to act like them. He would try to be like them. He would try to imitate them. Mm -hmm. In fact, when mm -hmm. you see Paul say, imitate me as I imitate Christ, yeah. that's glorifying. Mm -hmm. So the idea behind this is Jesus saying, now, let the reflection of you be in me. Mm -hmm. God, glorify me. Yeah. Show that love through me to the world. How does he do that? He's getting ready to go to the cross. Yeah. Exactly. And what's the, the greatest, ultimate. The, the ultimate, the greatest expression of the love of God is through his son going to the cross. So what's yeah. he actually requesting the father do? Use that opportunity to shine to the world his love. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're all the way back now. The prayer yeah. is actually the, the uh, it's the exclamation point to John yeah. 13, 34 through 35. The prayer is mm. now Christ asking the father, let this happen, which is a beautiful phrase because... He's going to say it again in the garden, a little yeah. bit differently. Mm -hmm. Not my will, but yours. But yours. Yeah, yeah. Let your will be done here, which your will ultimately is. I want to see the love of God shown to the world. Mm -hmm. Now you're back to John three sixteen. God so loved the world. This is what He did. Wow. Mm. Well, Christ 
request for himself is really brief if you compare it to his prayer for the apostles. Uh, again, demonstrating his love for them, right? When you pray for others, it's because you love them so very, very much. And that seems what, that's what comes out of this to me. It's, oh my gosh, he loved them so, so much. We see in verses 6 through 19 that he wants them to really carry on that legacy of love, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and think about it this way. If that, if love, as he says in John 13, if love is what distinguishes them as his disciples, mm-hmm. then what would he want most to see? Yeah. He'd want love yeah. to be most seen. Yeah. What's the hardest thing for us to do? Love. <laughs> and it's primarily because we understand we're not necessarily lovable. Christ loved us even though we're not lovable. We're supposed to love others even though they're not lovable. It's a difficult thing to do, which is why he gives us himself, the Holy Spirit, a permanent place, God himself, Mm -hmm. abiding. All the different things we've talked about are all the provisions that God provides specifically so that we can carry out this one command, Mm. the command of Christ to love one another. Because he knows in the world that's going to distinguish us Mm. and it's going to show his character, his primary character. Yes, he's good, but the primary character of God is love. Mm -hmm. And that love gets shown through Christ to us so that Mm -hmm. we can show Christ, the love of Christ, to the world. world. That's a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and if you think about the legacy that he's leaving behind, that legacy of love is what we are to take up and show that legacy especially to those that are the unlovable. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, we would have been at the foot of the cross condemning him just like oh. the religious leaders were. Yes, yes, we so, would have. So mm. this this huge statement of mm-hmm. here's what I want you to do, I think that's why he spends so much time for the disciples because let us they're the starting point. Yes. They're going to be the point of the spear. And I've said this many times in the past, if the disciples didn't take this mm-hmm. seriously, Mm. We're not here. Wow. We're, yeah. We're, if they didn't take the command of Christ seriously to go do this, mm. the gospel never would have been spread. Mm. They never would have gone out and done this. And we might never have heard the good news of Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. Little yeah. band of believers that oh, changed the world. Changed the world. Changed the world. And right. we and we having full revelation now should be able to do the same because it needs to be changed again. Well, right? yes, and, and I think that's a great point, Carmen, and I think that that accentuates this point. Yes, yes. the basic in Christian in the Christian faith is to believe in Christ and to love one another. Mm-hmm. That's. That's the absolute basic, and Mm -hmm. we too many times get caught up in things that take us away from those two primary things, belief and love. Yeah. Wow. Well, there are three things in particular that he prays for the apostles. Unity, safety, and perfection, it seems to me. (laughs) Break those down for us, starting with that unity. Sure. Um, His prayer is that they would be one, Uh as Jesus and the Father are one. Why? Here's the love between the Father and the Son. And if they're unified, it is proof that they're loving one another. Mm-hmm. So he prays that they, that they would be they would be one. Now, that's important for several reasons. Number one, it reflects love. Yes. Number two, it's also the place where the body of Christ is going to dwell. It's going to dwell in being together. The huge work of the Holy Spirit is to unify the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it... It absolutely grieves the Holy Spirit when churches split, when things happen. Uh, I think that grieves him because his role is to see us come together loving one another. 
and churches that actually love one another, they're in short supply. Mm. It happens in pockets, but yeah. in churches where that is actually it, I, you'd, you'd have so churches sad. that are just overflowing. But I think a, yeah. a, a huge part of that unity is this is the place where you can always come back to to be loved. Mm-hmm. You can always come back here to one another. So love one another because you can always come back to the Father and the Son to, to know your love. Yes. The second thing he says is um, he prays for their safety. And he prays because he knows what the world is going to do. Mm-hmm. The world's going to hate you. The world's going to go after you. The world's going to respond with hate. Um, we get uh, we get this um, the persecuted Christians report around the world, oh, yes. and I'm stunned constantly mm. at the persecution that's coming for people who simply want to practice the faith, and the foundation of the faith is love. Why is that so persecuted? Because mm. the world hates love. Yes. Simple fact: the world loves hate. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's the dichotomy. And, and, and it goes back to that because they hate Jesus and yes. he is love. So, so that is really what it boils back to because it doesn't make sense, Mark, when people are loving one another and, and the response is hate. It yeah. does not make sense right. until you realize, well, he warned us, right? Yeah. And it's really him that they hate. Correct. Yeah. So he prays for their he prays for their unity, very important. He prays for their safety, very important. And that safety is where can I find a safe place? Mm-hmm. You can find a safe place place in the body of believers. Why? Because that's where you're loved. Yeah. And then the third thing he prays for is actually, yes, it's their perfection, it's their sanctification. And this goes, again, back to, and I'll say it once again, go back to John 13. One of the things he knew is that he loved the disciples to their completion, to their maturity. Maturity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we don't learn love... That our, our sanctified life beyond now we've believed, now we're becoming disciples. And as a disciple of Jesus Christ, what makes us a disciple of Jesus Christ? How we love one another, mm-hmm. not how much biblical knowledge I have, yeah. not yeah. that isn't what does it. What yeah. does it is how we love one another. Yeah. So his prayer is that, that they would know the truth of how love changes you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Spirit comes, and the Spirit comes to teach them the truth. Yes. One of the major truths that needs to be taught is the importance of love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how love distinguishes that. So his final yes. prayer is that they would be completed in their faith. Mm-hmm. The completion of their faith is to fully understand what love is all about, mm-hmm. to fully understand mm-hmm. it, and to practice it, yeah. even in the midst of the hate that's going to come their way. Yes, yes, because the Spirit is transforming us into the image of Christ. Yes. And so the full maturity reflection of that would be loving yes. Him, loving what others, yes. Yeah, and, and notice, that's a, it's a great... Uh, um, 2 Corinthians 3, mm-hmm. 17 and 18 tells mm-hmm. us that, that the Spirit is transforming us from glory to glory, mm-hmm. from character trait to character trait. What's the first character trait that the Holy Spirit wants to work on us about? How we <laughs> love one well. another. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, there you go. First and foremost. That's right. And continually. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and then we come to Christ's prayer for future believers. Yes. Uh, I have this underlined, highlighted, <laughs> checked, Mark, uh, because I, I see it. Well, this is this is Christ praying for me, right? He's not bound by time. This is Christ praying for me. I want to know what he prayed for me. Yes. Uh, his legacy. Wow, it's incredible. 
He prayed first, again, as you said, for unity as believers. Yes. And so, so again, that help us clarify just once again. We know what he meant for the disciples, that unity was so important, but just as important for future believers, right? Yes. Same reasons? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And think about it even more so. His initial prayer for the disciples, 12 guys. His initial prayer for us as future believers, all believers, yes. the unity of the body of Christ, worldwide. Imagine if, uh, I'll say it again, imagine if the world mm. practiced one command mm. to love one another. Yeah. Imagine if the body of Christ worldwide practiced love. And I understand mm. we have theological mm. differences. I understand we have some of those things. But beyond that, can we not, and let me just use this as an example, the church next door to your church, can we not love them? Right. Can we not pray for them? Can we not ask God's blessing upon them? Mm-hmm. The the believing church next door to you, yeah. do we look at them as... Competitors? Yes. Or do yeah. we look at them as the body of Christ? Mm. How do we do that? And when you think about... Just, just take a Sunday morning and think about all the believers around the world who are coming to worship. Mm. It ought to drive us to thank God for the body of Christ and to yes. pray for us to do one thing, love one another, because that's what's going to change the world. Yes, it's yes, not yes. going to be that we can that we can defend the best theological viewpoint. It's not right. Going to, Christ didn't say that. He didn't say you'll, they'll know you're my disciples if you can theologically defend yourself the best. Mm-hmm. Is that important to have good theology? Of course. Sure. But, <laughs> but beyond good theology, mm-hmm. loving one another is mm-hmm. what it's about. So the first thing he prays for is their unity, because that unity, imagine if the body of Christ worldwide mm. was unified instead of 4,300 denominations who are all yeah. nitpicking the the differences in our in our theology yes body of christ is meant to love one another and that's the practice place that's where we learn how to love one another by practicing love on each other yes 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 second thing he prays for is their completion verse 23 he wants them to come to mature faith he wants them to to understand i in them and you in me that we are made perfect we are completed by being in christ Mm -hmm. and the greatest Example of that completion, that maturity, is how we're loving each other. That's where he takes it. Yes. Um, so yeah. he's he's t- he's seeing the future, and in actually seeing the future, he's seeing that love is the most important thing. Yes. Because what don't we have in the body of Christ today? Is love. Many times we don't have the love. We That's have, right. We have the things. Excuse me for moving some pages around. Yes. We have things that we that we say, I can't love you because. Mm-hmm. We do. So we look for the things that will divide us instead of looking for the things that will unite us. And mm-hmm. his prayer is unity of the body, loving one another, completing, coming to mature mm-hmm. faith. Mm. And that the example of that is how we love one another. He also prays for community body of Christ together, that we may be the body of Christ that wherever we are, he's in the midst. And that's something I think we forget. Mm -hmm. Wherever we are, he's there. Yeah. And I think too many times we forget he's there. He's with us. Um, And that he's loved us since the beginning of time. That's that's, that's how much we're loved. Um, And final thing he prays for is that we would know him deeply. that we would know him intimately, that we would know that we know him. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. And I think that, that kind of rounds out this prayer um, 
that these are the important things of Jesus. I'll, I'll put it in this perspective. If you're, let's go back to the kid analogy we used in a previous session. If you are leaving for the evening and you're leaving your kid with a babysitter, don't you give them make sure you do this mind the babysitter go to bed on time yeah you, you give them this set of, of instructions as you get ready to leave of course these are his instructions yeah. as he's getting ready to leave for the for for his disciples and for us these are the important things and i'm yes. getting ready to leave yes 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 very very good wow you know, he's so about relationship and fellowship. And, and I love that he prays that we will all be together. Uh, it seems that we must be intentional about growing in maturity and a desire for intimate fellowship that you talked about. Uh, what do you suggest if, if, you know, we have believers listening today and we say, well, I love the Lord, you know, well, well, how are you growing that love, really? So, you know, so how, how do we grow that love, Mark? Well, you're asking a really important question, and I'll answer that two ways. The first is intentionally. Mm-hmm. This is a command. And my, my, my answer, my first answer is, am I intentional about loving, each, about loving one another? Is that daily? Lord, help me love one another. Mm-hmm. Is that moment by moment, Lord, help me love one another? Because I'll say it again, we're, we're not lovable. Yeah. And because we're not lovable, it takes intentionality to learn to love. Mm-hmm. Now, that also means taking in the full breadth of what God offers to help us to be true, yes. to be faithful to that command. The Holy Spirit, the abiding in Christ, the indwelling. Mm-hmm. The, the the wisdom that comes from God, yep. knowing mm-hmm. that we're secure, knowing His love, the reminder of all those things, and, and that He's going to return one day. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really significant things to cement being able to love one another. So a, a huge part of this this relationship, fellowship situation is, I know I'm secure in Christ. So if I'm secure in Christ, then I can reach out and begin to love. But I've got to be intentional about that. Love doesn't just happen normally. There's an intentionality to it. So prayer, uh, yielding to the Holy Spirit, relying on all of those resources that that God has put at our disposal. Yes, yes. To be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But it takes the intentionality of saying, this is what I want. This is what I I want to be one who is known as a disciple of Jesus Christ because of how I love on on another person. Yes, yes. So... um, if that's where you are, my first suggestion would be this. Holy Spirit, show me mm-hmm. who I need to love. Yes. And then show me how. How do I begin to love on that person? That's right. That's part of the intentionality. Uh, I think we, by osmosis, we're not just going to love people. And you know what I find too, Mark, is that the enemy keeps us busy, right? <laughs> so because the yes. number, one of the things, the number one reason is time. Time. I know I've incur- I've mentored women for years. It's just one of the ministries that I just love so very much. And I've encouraged other women to mentor. And, and many, many do. But sometimes the excuse, even for myself, is, oh, my goodness, I don't know that I've got time to invest in another person. Well, all God is wanting me to do is to love them, right? Just yes. to love them. Well, but it does take time. It, it, it does, but here's where I would, here's where I'd, I'd challenge that yeah. thought. Go make disciples. Mm-hmm. The answer to that is, as you are going, as you are doing what you do in the world, 
God's going to raise up people all around you. Yes. And as you are doing the things, as you are glorifying God, as you're manifesting his character to the world, as you're mm-hmm. going about the daily business of your life. Yes. My my wife calls them divine appointments. Uh-huh. He shows up with people in your life that you're supposed to love them. Love them. As you're going. Right. As you're going. Love mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, does that mean that some people are going to have a very distinct ministry of mm-hmm. discipleship? Sure. But discipleship is also, as you're going, mm-hmm. introduce them to Christ. As you're going, yeah. show, show them Christ. As you're going, glorify Christ. As it you're might going. be one interaction. Yeah. Well, and think about what yeah. Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Whoever you give a drink of water to, mm. whoever yeah. you do one kind act to, yes. whoever yes. you love on in a certain way. That's right. Uh, that that makes all the difference. And those are there are rewards for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's future uh, eternal rewards for that. And mm-hmm. that's that's really significant. So when somebody says I don't have the time, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's a Excuse me for saying it this way, but I think that's a cop out. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I don't have time. What you're basically saying is, I'm more important mm. than God, who you've put that, in my path. Yes, yes. Um, and that can I can I be kind to that person? Can I? Who knows what God will do yeah. when I offer a, gl- a glass of water? Who knows what God will do when I do a simple act of kindness? Of course. In loving somebody else, He may change that life forever, and I may never know it. That's right. He certainly is going to change me. Yeah. And I'll know that. And you'll know that. Yeah. yeah. Good, good advice. And we just uh, loving as we go. Uh, yes. Very, very simply. Well, Christ returned once again to the theme of love for one another. Uh, obviously, the priority of Christ for his disciples and for us. In our closing moment, how do we make Christ's commandment to love one another a priority? <laughs> Let me put it this way. You make it a priority by making it a priority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very simply, uh, I, I think we have a tendency as believers to get so wrapped up in other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that may be the busyness. But I think we look at things that are, this is much more important for me to do this than to love one another. And yet the command of Christ is love one another. Yeah. Um, I had, a, I had an old pastor friend who used to do this with friends of his. He'd pull pastors in a room together. And he would ask the question, is this a command for you? He was talking primarily about the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. So go make disciples. And he would ask them, do you do you believe that's a command? They'd say, oh, yeah. So he'd take out a three-by-five note card. He'd hand it to him, and he'd say, write the, the names of the people you're discipling. And he said, about 80 to 90% of the time, they couldn't write anybody down because mm-hmm. they weren't discipling anybody. And he said, wait a minute. I thought that was a command. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. So why aren't you? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever taught me how mm. to disciple somebody else. I think we fall into that same category here. Yeah. If we believe love one another is a command, here, write the names of the people that God has laid on your heart to go love on. Yeah. Yes, my family. Yes, yes, my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yes, people around me. But the command is to go love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How am I being intentional? Maybe the first step. Pray for yeah. it. I want to yeah. be intentional in this. Yeah. Show me who. Mm-hmm. And then write it down. Yeah. Say, this is who he's given me to go love on. Mm-hmm. And go do it. And go do it. Oh, 
Mark, this has just been great. I wish we had scheduled like 12 of these series at least. <laughs> but, uh, but it certainly gives our listeners some insight to what is available. Uh, you know, we have Who Wrote the Book of Love, a 15-week study video series uh, by you uh, with accompanying study guide would be great for you or a small group to uh, go through. You can find it and other biblical studies and resources through the Grace Center for Spiritual Development. You can find that at gsot.edu. That's gsot.edu. Well, thank you for joining us through this series. We look forward to bringing many more of these to you uh, each and every week. Please tell others about saving grace and remember the love of Christ can never be earned and can never be lost. You've been listening to Saving Grace. For more information about Grace Center for Spiritual Development or this program, visit our website at gsot.edu slash center or download the Grace app through your smartphone. Views expressed on this program may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership.